Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I'm John Ledyard from FanRag Sports along with Trevor Sycamore of PeterReport.com covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Trev, we're wrapping it up. We have gone through 28, 20, 26 teams, but 28 draft spots talking about what each team in the draft order might do in the 2018 draft and how they might address their offseason, what their team needs are, philosophy changes. We've covered a ton of ground on this, uh, and I think people have really responded well uh, to the topics in the conversation. We're going to keep doing it because free agency happens, then everything kind of reshuffles. So we're going to revisit all these teams and, and give you guys a new look, especially for those teams that a lot has changed on the landscape for. I'm ecstatic for free agency, but first got to talk about what are the plans heading into that portion of the offseason and we got to talk about it for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I almost said your, but I didn't know if that would be offensive to you. Another Florida. Florida. I do love. I, I do love the Jaguars now, yeah. especially because I got to go to a playoff That's game. That's why I was going to say I got to go to that playoff game. So yeah. you've been to a Jaguars was, playoff game before. Jaguars. I was rooting for the Jaguars hard last year, just because it was just something different. I just liked it, you know. You've but, been to a Jaguars playoff game before. You've been to a Bucks one, right? Wow. wow. Yeah, I went there for sure. Jaguars don't have a ton of needs. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a Bucks playoff game, like even as a kid. It's sad. When was the last time yeah. they were in the playoffs? Uh, 2007. Ouch. Or wait, the longest it streak? It might have been 2009. Who has the longest wait, wait. streak now that the Bills don't? Is it the Browns? Probably is the Browns. Huh. Wait, what did you say? The Sorry, longest, I missed it. The longest streak. Uh, you know, the Bills uh, went I like. I think it is the Browns. And then I think the Bucks are next. I'm I think up right now. longest playoff I think, I think drought I, in NFL. Because the because uh, the Bills it was the Bills. Okay, and then they here got are it. the NFL's five longest playoff droughts. Now that the Bills are in, the Browns are on top of another list that they probably don't want to be on top of. <laughs> uh, the Browns. Oh, 2002. It's been for the Browns. I didn't realize it was that long. The yeah. Bucks are second. 2007. Yep. Then the Jets and the Bears, both 2010, and the Chargers and 49ers, both 2013. Wow. So the Browns are in the Bucks are like way behind everybody else. I mean, when you think about it. Uh, the the league, John, the league is literally set up for you to not be bad this long. Yeah. It's literally true. set up this way. It's very true. It's almost more impressive that the, the, the Browns suck this much, like more than the, 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 the Patriots dynasty itself. Oh, this is crazy, but... Because the playoff field was so wild this year, listen to what it was before the 2017 season. The Bills, okay. the Bills were 1999. The Browns were 2002, still, and the Rams were 2004. That's how long it had been for them. The Jags 2007. The Bucks also 2007, and then the Titans 2008. So there, there was like three teams. The league in there that is made set it. up for you to <laughs> not be bad this long. It is. It helps you out. You get higher draft picks. Yeah, it's true. There's not even the lottery where you have to worry about sliding a couple spots. I know. You get mint spots. I don't know, man. Sad. It's true. And it it is what's fun about it. This year, we finally had parity kind of return. For a while there, it was like really one-sided. This year, it was super balanced and a lot of fun. So, anyway, the Jaguars. Yeah, let's talk about one of the teams that's no longer in that playoff drought. Yes. The Jacksonville Jaguars. And their surprising lack of need. I shouldn't say surprising. I mean, they made it far. The total, the intrigue around the Jaguars offseason is going to be what they do at quarterback and what they do at wide receiver, right? They've already said Blake Bortles is our guy to at least some extent. So, I mean, some people yeah, say, yeah, yeah. oh, if they cut Whatever. Blake Bortles, they can sign uh, Kirk Cousins. I was like, well, yeah, but 
they've literally spent the last month just talking about how amazing it is and basically like suck at everybody who said that we shouldn't you know pick up his fifth year option because we did it and now look we're in the AFC championship game so sure you know like that's how they've been taught like they're not just gonna turn around and cut Blake Bortles like no now I don't no. think Bortles is good but I'm just saying that's not gonna happen like I think they'll be in play for one of the other quarterbacks yeah probably like Foles or Keenum or Bridgewater maybe yeah what do you have to give up to get Foles I mean I'd I don't know. I, I think, honestly, better scenario for the Jaguars, or more likely scenario for the Jaguars, they're going to keep Bortles, they're not going to do anything in free agency, and they're going to take a quarterback in like the second or third round. Probably the third round. And that's how they're going to handle it. And if Bortles sucks this year, they're going to try and play that guy, he's going to suck. So they're, they're not taking a quarterback, quarterback here, guy. you don't think? I don't think they are. I really don't think they are. I'm, I'm, I'm going to plant my flag on that fact. Jaguars aren't taking a quarterback in the first round. So what are they taking in the first round, then? Probably guard? offensive guard. Yeah, I mean, guard? I look at this team and I see you see Brandon Linder, Jeremy Parnell, Cam Robinson. You've got your center. You've got your two tackles. Those are your guys. You know, um, you, you, Patrick Omame is a free agent. He was okay last year. AJ Can was bad. They can definitely improve on the right guard spot. Will Hernandez makes a ton of sense for this scheme. I mean, gap power. That's yeah. What no. Runs. Yes. Yes. He does. I mean, like he he just fits. If you put Cam Robinson, him, and Brandon Linder on the left side. Some heads are going to mash, man. Like, Dude, he's got, and like, for people that don't know Will Hernandez, he's got the neck roll thing. Oh like, you know, like, he's like, like 340 you want pounds. Have, just, you yeah. Know? He's like 340 pounds of just straight hulking rage. Yeah. He's a, he's a hoss. Yeah. He, he reminds me, he's somewhat similar to Josh Garnett, I think, um, from a couple years ago from Stanford. Yeah, he was at the, Hernandez was at the Senior Bowl, and John and I got a, got a good look at him, and he performed, I think, really well all yeah. week. <clears throat> except for the reps that he went up against Nathan Shepard. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> that's true. Actually, though, I mean, no, gotta be tough. Well gotta reps. be tough going up against DT one, but yeah. uh, go ahead. Keep, yeah, you, you Top know, 10 overall player, but I do think, I mean, Hernandez makes a ton of sense here. This is maybe a little bit high for him, but the Jaguars don't have a ton of needs, you know, look at defensively. They've got their pass rushers down. They've got their interior defensive line set. I mean, they're three deep there. Maybe you add a guy and get depth is never rolled out for these things, but got your linebackers even if you lose Puzlesny you've got Telvin Smith Miles Jack I love Blair Brown coming out last year thought that was a fifth round swipe for them again maybe mm-hmm. you find depth later or a veteran or you bring back Puzlesny at his age and you know those are all possibilities but I think you need a nickel corner if you lose Aaron Colvin you need cornerback depth for sure but are you going to take an, take one in the first round or in your Jags I don't you know if you look at this team I think as long as they're okay and now Marcus here's the other big question Marcus Lee and Allen Robinson both free agents what do you do with Allen Robinson? That's one of the big free agent questions that we need to ask because it's huge. He could be the best wide receiver in the market or one of the top guys anyway. But I think Allen Robinson would, would immediately be the best wide receiver in this free agency class. I think I agree with you, but here's the thing with Allen Robinson. He was amazing in 2015, right? He came in as a rookie and was solid as a rookie. 2015, mm-hmm. He had 80 catches for 1,400 yards and 14 touchdowns. He averaged almost 18 yards a catch. Next season, started all 16 games, 73 catches, so similar receptions. I think his target numbers were very similar. He had 73 catches for 883 yards, averaged 12 yards a catch, and caught six touchdowns. Then he plays in one game and gets hurt. Mm -hmm. So he's... It's kind of a decline. I have no idea what kind of money he's going to command. He's two years removed from that career, and it was a one-year thing. He was pretty ordinary in 2016. I think now, that that's beneficial to the Jaguars, though. Like, it is. I think I think that that's going to come 
beneficial to them, and I think that they also realize that, you know, I, I don't think Tom Coughlin's an idiot. And so when he comes out and says, hey, Blake Bortles is our guy. We're sticking with Blake Bortles. He's going to be on the Jaguars next year. Like, this is our dude. I think that he could very well mean that or at least most of it, but he could still in the back of his mind know that there is a much higher chance that in two or three years, Blake Bortles is not going to be the player that they need him to be for them to win a championship. And if you're talking about winning a championship, then you're probably talking about an upgrade at quarterback. You're probably talking about an upgrade stretching the ball down the field. And when that comes around, you need Allen Robinson. And so I think Allen Robinson is a guy that the Jaguars are going to sign not even necessarily to be the 1,400-yard receiver that he was in that one year, but they just need him to be that when they stretch the field, when they can go play action. He is the best option that they possibly have down the field. Um, and I think that he kind of is worth the price of what he's going to be because of that. I think the Jaguars are going to need him. Because Marquise Lee, I mean, you can tomorrow. You can draft an Alan Hearns. Like those guys come around every single year we're seeing in in a wide receiver class. So I'm not really worried about that. But I don't think either of those guys can be a one like Allen Robinson can be a one. And I think if the Jaguars are serious about becoming a contender over the next couple of years and really making a title shot, you're going to have to like because even if even if the Jaguars happen to beat the Patriots, get to the Super Bowl, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But there's no way that they were keeping up with Philadelphia. Just no way. Not with the personnel that they had and the way that they were playing the game. They have to get a little bit more open. And I think that – I don't know what the cap situation is like. I don't have it right in front of me. But they I They got about 16 mil, I think. They said so they've got some room to work. They've got a little bit of wiggle work. Okay, so – There's always restructuring I, 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 deals. I just think and, that them bringing Allen Robinson back is really important. Um, well, So I, I would just – I would say that. The situation is – is so multi I mean, there's so many aspects to, to this for Jacksonville. One, it's the emergence of Kalen Cole and D.D. Westbrook when he was healthy, and both those guys look good, and Jaden Mickens look good in the slot. I mean, those were your receivers down the stretch. When mm-hmm. Hearns and Lee were hurt, those were your three guys, and they played great. Keelan Cole looked awesome. So these guys, those guys have to factor in. Hey, means- dude, Keelan, I went to the preseason game. Like, the Jags played the Bucks in the preseason uh, before the season, and no the preseason joke. before the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I thought it was no, Sorry. Um, <laughs> just, talking, just talking words. Um, Keelan Cole looked incredible. He looked like their best wide receiver. And I, I was telling my uh, my friend Mike Hay, he's one of the beat writers there, I was like, dude, Keelan Cole's your best receiver. And he's like, yeah, I mean, he's a nice receiver, but, like, don't go that far. I was like, okay. And then he ends up yeah, being man. really, really good. Oh, got him. Well, I mean, I think he might – I mean, I don't know if he's their best, but he's good. He's definitely good. I, he, he needs to be in the he rotation. Was just as good – as Hearns and Lee. Yeah. So here's my thing. If Cole is that good and D.D. Westbrook is going to be a factor, those are two of your top three next year, right? I mean, look, man. So here's your situation. Yeah. Marcus Lee and Allen Robinson are both free agents. Allen Hearns, you can opt out of his deal. Even though they signed him long-term, they can opt out of his deal without any cap hit at all. It's like zero dead cap. They save seven mil. Do you want to pay Allen Hearns seven mil? No. No, a year now. If you do, if you no. don't opt out, you're locked in. Seven mil, eight. No, mil, I'm telling Marquis nine and, and a half Alan Hearns to get out of here. That's where you're locked in for, for the next three years. No, I'm opting out. Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns. I know he had a good year when they signed him, 2015, but 
35 catches, 477 yards in 2016. How much are they paying Marquise Lee? Do you have that in front of you? I'll look right. Well, they're not paying him anything. He'd be a free agent. Oh, right. So okay. So yeah, right, right now, right. so I mean, he's on second round money, whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's not in the books. Yeah. So he's not in the books. But so I'd let Alan Hearns walk. Prioritize, or I'd I'd opt out Alan Hearns. Yeah. You do. Prioritize. You wouldn't let him walk. You'd give him his walking papers. Yeah. I'd say get to Stepin' Son, and then I would say Alan Robinson. I would probably. I would probably keep Ryan Allen Robinson. I probably would. As long as his everything's gone with his recovery. And, and that's the thing. that You said the Jaguars have the advantage that they do because they can see what's going on with his recovery. They know where he's at with that. They know if he's going to get back to 100%. Other teams, they're going to look into that, obviously, but the Jaguars are going to have inside track knowledge on that. Nobody else will. If he can, and if that's what they think he can do, they got to sign him because he can do things that Marcus Lee and Allen Hearns cannot. Marcus Lee's a good football player. You can replace what Marcus Lee can do with Keelan Cole, with D.D. Westbrook, with Jaden Mickens. Those three, with Allen Robinson, I'd take over Marcus Lee and Allen Hearns in those three. That's how I feel about it. So we're both on the Allen Robinson train as long as his health is good. Bring back Allen Robinson. If Lamar Jackson is here at 29, do you take him? This is not a debate for me. This is not something I have to think about. I'm sprinting See, I'm to the just, podium. I'm not as high on him. I gotta. I think I probably. I think I I'm probably sprinting to the podium if I'm the Jaguars. Well, let's move on to Minnesota too. What? Do you, what about Minnesota? Say you bring back Case Keenum. Teddy probably okay. gets a, like a one year prove it type thing. Okay. You you take no. the bar. No. Why? You don't think you can better than Case Keenum? Well, hold on. Okay, so you're saying if they they're bringing back Keenum and they're bringing back Bridgewater, and then you want me to to, to have them pick Lamar at thirty? Yeah, but Bridgewater, it's going to be like cheap money on a one year deal type thing. You know you're, that. Don't talk about my son. I'm sorry, like that, that's okay? just, we got to face reality. He's been working really hard to get back. <laughs> yes, I love Teddy, but the reality of the situation is. You know what? Nobody's sure they can that. take him at thirty because the Jaguars are going to sign Teddy. All right, there. That would be actually awesome, but it's not. That would happen. be a really, really great scenario. Bring back, bring back Allen Robinson. Tell those two wide receivers to get to stepping. Bring in Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Only if Bridgewater could get back to four, man. It's like we're talking about a title. Look, yeah, but like, I, I'm excited to see Bridgewater back in action, but I'm also just give him really a bionic scared. leg. What does it matter? I'm scared though. What if he can't be the same? What if just he, give him a full robot leg. You saw the video this week of that son. robot dog opening the door. Oh, yeah, I saw. It just give right. Teddy a full robot leg, dude. Hell, full lower lower body robot. It's fine. I mean, even then, wouldn't there be questions? <laughs> be no. never never have happened before. Be groundbreaking. How would he run? Would he be <laughs> Would he be stiff in the hips? Literally, it's metal. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Well, if the Minnesota Vikings aren't going quarterback, are they another interior offensive team? Because here's yeah. the thing. Going into this season, I thought that offensive line and interior offensive line was going to be one of the weaker spots for the Vikings. But I thought that they were better than I thought they were going to be. So, like, you know offensive line play a little bit better than I do. So was that just kind of like fool's gold for me? Did I only see, like, the good moments? What? 
No, they were solid. They were definitely solid. I mean, they went from being horrendous. To yeah, solid. I, I, I think they. I thought they all like jumped basically to suitable pretty quickly. Right. Yeah, Remmers and Reef were probably your tackles. I mean, you could definitely think about investing there, but Rashad Hill did pretty good as your number three tackle. See what Aviante Collins can can come up with uh, over the next couple of years, and he's a great athlete. But we'll see if they can develop the rest. I just don't think the, the guard play is good enough. If Elfline's going to be your center, maybe Elfline goes to guard, but. You know, Berger's okay, but he's a free agent now. You, then you have a real hole left guard. You know, Nick Easton wasn't very good. Uh, Jeremiah Searles filled in there, I believe, for a little while. Danny Sidora, But none of those guys are the long-term answer. So, yeah, I mean, definitely I would say you need to address both guard spots or a center and a guard and move Alpine to guard. Um, that's probably a top priority because they're good at wide receiver. They're set at running back, depth and starter. They're probably going to be – let's be honest, they're probably going to feel like they're set at quarterback after this – whatever they do, whether it's Kirk Cousins, which – Man, would that make okay? Here's a question for you, because it really isn't much. I mean, the Vikings are freaking loaded at everywhere, and maybe they bring in a safety to compete with Sandeo, but he played pretty well this year. I'd honestly feel fine about your defense, defensive line, interior, maybe, but yeah, nothing's really a super crying need for the Vikings outside of interior offensive line. Here's my question for you: If the Vikings sign Kirk Cousins, are they the Super Bowl favorite? If they sign Kirk Cousins. If they signed Kirk Cousins on this team with that defense last year, giving up 25% of third downs, one of the most ridiculous stats i ever seen in my life. Those receivers? Yeah. They signed Kirk Cousins and they draft Isaiah Wynn or somebody. I mean, how do I not say it's still the Eagles, though? Yeah, or Atlanta. They're ba- Yeah, I mean, like the Vikings are basically a top-four team. Yeah, no question. Yeah, they're gonna be up. They'd be up there with the favorites, I think. All right, who we got? Uh, New England, New England. Uh, man, there's a lot of needs here. More needs than you'd expect, huh? I mean, yeah, there's a roster that's got like top ten needs. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots are in a weird spot because I feel like you're gonna look at your offense and just kind of kind of have to be set. I mean, they need all- they need corner, they need edge rusher, they need. They, they're gonna they, need I mean, if they lose Nate Solder, they might need a left tackle. Uh, yeah, they're going mean, to need they, some. I, I can't believe – man, Brady, it's just unbelievable because Brady makes that offensive line look like it's a top 10 offensive line in the league. They're like a top five, man. Like yeah. the, the Eagles' pass rush is good. So is the Jaguars. It's so good. And yet Brady knows exactly where he's going with the ball so quick that you don't even have time to get to him. Like you don't even have a chance. So I, I don't even so I don't even know what to think of that offensive line. Like if you take Brady off of that team, oh yeah, I mean how Andrews. How bad does that offensive line look? I think the interior stand. I don't think Tooney and Mason are great, but I think the interior stand. Andrews is locked up now at center. Marcus Cannon's your right tackle now that he's healthy again. The question is going to be left tackle on offense. They're probably going to ride with whoever at running back. You know how it works. They're I don't think gonna they're going to get rid of Soldier. Are you see a free agent or what? Solder is a free agent, yeah. I don't so, think they're going to get rid of him. That's the no. thing. They, they probably he's like just kind of a case. You just got at but, this point. You've just got to bring the the band back together that Brady likes for as long as he's there. And who else are you, you going to resign out of your free agents? Right, You're not going to resign right. Malcolm Butler. You're not probably not going to resign uh, Deion Lewis. Amendola probably comes cheap at this point in his career. I don't know. 
Probably so they need, back corner, so they need corner and edge rusher more than anything, Corner right? and edge rusher are the top needs here, yeah, for sure. I mean, if they if they re-sign Solder, the offense is set. Uh, you just have to look at the defensive side of the ball. Uh, edge rushers. They don't have rack. much cap, though. They don't have a ton of cap. Derek Rivers is going to be back. Could be an option for them. Uh, it just I like start, Derek Rivers I, We love Derek Rivers. You know, a bunch of people did. I don't know what he's going to be like coming off the injury, but he and Trey Flowers give them two legitimate guys, in my opinion. They need to find like a... They need to spend that first round pick, in my opinion, on an edge guy. Now, quarterback has has been thrown out there by some people too, but to me, it's got to be an edge guy or a corner. And I, I would expect them to go after Tremaine Johnson in free agency too, because remember the Patriots are aggressive. They don't have money though, dude. I know. Well, let's look at their cap situation because NFL right? team salary. I okay. feel like they're I feel like they're one of the lower teams with cap. So if you're signing Soldier to a left tackle deal, even if it's not like a top left tackle deal, it's still a left tackle deal. Yeah, they got 13 mil to work with. Yeah, but how much is Soldier going to get? I don't know how much of that is on the books. You know? Right now. Who can they cut? They could cut some people, though. They're going to have to cut a bunch of people if they want to bring in some talent. Solder, yeah, Soldier's going to get more elsewhere. It's going to be whether he's going to be willing to take a discount or not. Honestly, Amendola probably walks because they have. Dorsett, Malcolm Mitchell, Edelman, Hogan, and Cooks all on the books. So he's going to be gone. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be one of. I mean, they need to they need a pass rusher. They need a corner. I don't know if they go after Tremaine Johnson or have the space to do it. Teams make crazy things happen with their cap when desperation hits. It's so. true. That is crazy true. Things. They're wizards. Yes, safety solid for them. They just need to address those positions. So there's some options there for the Patriots, but. I think edge pass rusher. I mean, if they don't make the pass rush better, I'm not sure. But I just don't know that they'll prioritize it. They haven't prioritized it for years. But the pass rush is bad. They got to they gotta get help there. How about the Eagles? Mm, wide receiver's good. Maybe a future behind Jason Peters. But maybe that's how Vitae. He played pretty well. Not a great pass protector, but good in, run, in the run game. Mm-hmm. I could see left guard. Uh, you know, it's a great overall team, man. I don't know. They're pretty set on the offensive line. They're set at tight end. They're set at wide receiver. I think running back should be more of a priority for them, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they yeah. believe Ajayi can be the guy, um, Corey Clement, and uh, yeah, running know, back going to be a pick. No I way. Blunt and Sproles are both free agents. Clement, yeah, but Cole doesn't matter. I mean, like Clement and Ajayi, they're fine. I, I'm not Ajayi is a receiver. What does he get? You know, and they've always had a receiving back. Is that Clement? Ajayi yeah. hasn't done much as a receiver in his career. I think running back, but because they're loaded everywhere else. I mean, I really, I really loaded. don't know where to go with the Patriots before the, free agency Eagles, or before any moves like that. Or, sorry, the Eagles. Now, I really don't know where here's to go. One, linebacker could be a possibility because Michael Kendricks had a great year this year, but that has been an aberration for him. He's not really been that level of a player. Uh, they've talked about trading him before. Jordan Hicks is, cannot stay healthy, even though he's really good. And Nigel Bradham's a free agent. So maybe you go there. Corner is kind of set. I mean, Darby. Yeah. Jalen Mills, the way he played, yeah, Sid- you know, even though he's Sid- up and Jones. down, your, Sidney Jones is going to push. Rasul Douglas is going to push for playing time. Patrick Robinson can walk in free agency. Yep. I don't know. There's not a lot of needs here, man. It's a good spot to be in. They've got enough pass rushers, maybe some interior D-line depth. But, yeah, it's a pretty good spot. The Eagles are pretty set. I would say that, you know, and it depends how Chance Warmack comes back. Stefan Wisniewski did a good job, too. You've got pretty health, healthy competition at left guard. That could be a possibility, but this is why I mean. If they, what if the Eagles crafted Sony Michelle in the, in the back end of the first round? Jeez, like to go in this offense to to be like a receiving back and you know a yeah. slashing counterpart to Ajayi's hurt a good bit and he's had his ups and downs and he's a free agent after this year and you're probably not paying a guy like that big money. So I don't know, man. 
I like the idea of them getting Dallas Goddard. I know they have tight ends, but Jeez. he's a different type. Trey Burton is going to be a free agent, and they do like to use a lot of tight ends, but yeah, Zach Ertz is like one of the best tight ends in the league. That'd be crazy. Oh, I know, but you know, you can pair him. Yeah, yeah, you could. Could do a couple different things. I don't know if they prioritize the first round, maybe second round. I bet Goddard will be. He's not going to be going the first round. He's going to have to run great to go in the first round. That's not going to happen. He's 260 pounds. I know. When he runs four sevens, low, high four sevens. When he runs high four sevens, we'll chat. Chat about it. Chat about his third round draft stock. Wow. That's it for us. Tomorrow we've got your questions, our answers, and we talk about the Texans and the Chiefs and their offseason outlooks and, and things of that nature. So until then, folks, keep it locked right here on Locked On NFL Draft.